you are warmly welcome to listen to Portfolio Management Back to Basics podcast by Thinking Portfolio. How to define simple success bonus for the project manager and project group. Behind every successful project is a forward-thinking project manager and their team. Project managers and their teams pour their blood, sweat, and tears into their projects. As a recognition of the hard work that team members put in and the sacrifices they make to steer the project in the right direction, businesses must design and implement a bonus plan for the project manager and their team. The question to ask here is, what are the criteria to define simple project success? And what are the things to be kept in mind when developing a bonus plan? In this post, we attempt to answer these questions. Different criteria to define success bonus. 1. Budget management. Getting the job right the very first time is important to keep a tab on project costs. An important KRA for any project manager is budget management. Budget management-based incentive plans focus on offering a share of the project savings due to improved performance to the project manager and their team as a bonus. 2. Quality. Quality-based bonus plans are popular in the manufacturing industry due to their simplicity. Quality-based bonus plans make it simple to assess and measure the quality by identifying the number of defects found on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis. Lately, many companies in the service industry have started emulating this model. Given the fact that customers are one of the most important stakeholders in any business, it shouldn't come as a surprise that many companies use customer satisfaction-based project bonus plans. More companies than ever before are basing their bonus plans on the level of customer satisfaction achieved revealed by feedback and final project reports. 4. Resource Management and Allocation The project manager and their team's capability to design and implement an effective resource allocation plan determines project success. Project managers need to determine the most skilled people on their team to perform a particular job. At the end of every project, the project manager's performance in this regard must be measured to determine their overall success. Things to be kept in mind when developing a bonus plan. Bonuses should be paid only after the success threshold has been achieved. There should be no confusion regarding the rating process. The project manager and their team members must have access to instruments for calculating their bonus. A team member must be assessed only on the basis of factors that are under their control. Top 6 Benefits of Kanban Board While Kanban today is a complicated system of elaborate protocols and operational standards, back in the days in Japan, it had humble origins of sticking cards containing information on various part trays, trolleys, and inventory assets. The cards represent the demand, or lack of it, based on which processes and inventory will be managed downstream. Kanban boards are the philosophy of Kanban, boiled down to management structures and dashboards. It is simply a board that is used to establish proper Kanban practices at work. Japanese automobile company, Toyota, created the Kanban system to have lean and pull-based inventory management practice. The main advantage of using the Kanban system is that it allows for absolutely lean operations and optimizes the consumption of resources and boosts the productivity of the manufacturing line. The Kanban board is a set of lists containing backlogs, to-do items, and ongoing activities. It is a simple way of keeping tabs on all of the processes within the organization. Some of the various steps involved in the Kanban system are mentioned below. Assessing and planning for the entire work content. 
This includes risk assessment and preparing for any faults or errors. Breaking down of large, complicated tasks into smaller, more manageable chunks. Determining the resources, time, and manpower to be allocated for each task or chunk of activity. Planning a proper workflow and improving upon the deliverables. Each item in the workflow must be analyzed for errors, and additionally, a standard needs to be established for efficiency. Incremental yet continuous improvement is the last step of Kanban. Benefits of implementing a Kanban system. Companies which are unable to experience the complete benefits of the Kanban system are usually so because of improper or incomplete application of the process. The Kanban method is backed by research, and numerous studies have shown the positive impacts of Kanban. Flexibility of Kanban boards. The Kanban system is nothing but a method of efficient communication and signaling. It can be used across multiple industrial sectors and is extremely flexible in application. This means that companies can choose to make minor adjustments in the Kanban board to suit their organization's culture and work practices better. Added to this, Kanban systems are completely compatible with scaling and can easily adapt to changes in size and extent of operations. Continuous Improvement Continuous incremental improvement is one of the core features of Kanban. All the processes must be continuously audited for quality and productivity, and minor flaws should be continuously identified. The clear visual format of Kanban allows project managers to see how the workflow is progressing and make the necessary changes and improvements. To achieve more than the set standards is one of the core principles of Kanban. Improve productivity and reduce costs. Since Kanban is based on the pull or generation of demand, the inventory that is maintained is completely lean, which results in cost saving. Added to this, Kanban optimizes all the processes, checking their resource consumption and enhancing their productivity. Six Steps for Implementing Successful Project Communication Culture Any project relies heavily on the communication between all parties involved. This means that the more effective and timely important information is transferred, the higher the chances are that the project will be a major success. Whether it is regarding communication within your team or clients and shareholders, there is no denying that exchanging information in a clear, concise, and timely manner is the glue that holds different aspects of the project together. Whatever your objective, strategy, or budget may be, you can be sure that an open communication culture will bring about benefits you wish to see. In other words, risks are minimized and opportunities are widened and strengthened. Below, we outline the six steps you can follow for implementing successful project communication culture in any organization. Develop an effective communication strategy. The first step is to develop a communication strategy for the project. Ask the questions. Who must be informed? What kind of communication will be needed? How frequently will you need to communicate? What information must be included in the communication? And finally, who needs to and can know what? Answering these questions will help come up with an effective communication strategy. Make sure everyone knows communication is a two-way street. Many people tend to think that communication only means sending whatever information they have. This is not true. For effective communication to happen, the information sent across must not only be received, but understood as well. Communication is a two-way street, and without understanding from both parties, it cannot be considered effective. Employ different channels of communication. The more channels of communication you have with your team and superiors, or with your clients and shareholders, the more touch points you have and the easier you connect with them in a timely manner. 
use different methods of communication, including phone calls, emails, text messages, video call, etc., apart from meetings. Develop project scope with clearly defined roles and responsibilities. Project scope must always be established, along with roles and responsibilities for each member of the team. This really helps in building trust and improving communication between your team as each member clearly knows what they are in charge of and what to do when things don't go as planned. Share every little detail of the project in a timely manner. Between team members and clients, details of the project must be shared in the form of concise and timely updates. No one likes being kept in the dark, so always make sure information is delivered on time in an easily understandable manner if you want any project to be a success. Don't hesitate to ask for help when you need it. No one is a master of everything, so no one will think any less of you if you are struggling in certain areas and ask for help. Never hesitate to ask for advice from those with more skills and experience, as this can mark the difference between the success and failure of a project. If you follow these steps mentioned, communication, both internal and external, will be much smoother, aiding you along every step of the way. Read more about Thinking Portfolio, the easy-to-use, parameterized, and fixed-price portfolio management software as a service with unlimited users at thinkingportfolio.com. How to Measure Impact Investment Impact investing is a special type of capital investment where the investor is not only interested in earning revenue, but also to bring about a social or environmental change in a perceivable manner. Impact investing can be done in all kinds of markets, be it developed or emerging. Impact investments help in addressing some of the critical global issues such as climate change, agriculture, poverty, sustainable development, clean power, microfinancing, and healthcare, among others. There are four main aspects to impact investing. The intention of the investor, the expected returns, the range of returns in asset classes, and the measurement of the impact. A brief overview of each of these aspects is mentioned below. The intention of the investor. This refers to a clearly defined set of goals for bringing about social and environmental changes from the side of the investor. Expected returns. The investor should specify the expected financial returns on capital or the return of the capital itself. The range of returns and asset classes. The returns of impact investment are often targeted at below the market value or at risk-adjusted market value. The returns can be made in the form of multiple asset classes, such as cash equivalents, fixed income, private equity, and venture capital. Impact measurement. The transparency and accountability are of prime importance in impact investment. The investor must have clear intention and parameters for measuring the impacts and changes brought about by the investment. The approach of investors is heavily dependent on their goals and their expectations. Their choice of measurement is also affected by this. Some of the best practices for measurement of impact investment are as follows. Communicating the relevant social and environmental goals to all the stakeholders and involved parties. Setting the right metrics for productivity and setting specific goals or standards that are to be met. Continuous monitoring of the performance of investees based on the set standards. Timely reporting of the various changes brought about. The measurement of impact. The measurement of the actual impact from impact investment has four main phases to it. Estimating impact. This involves the investor carrying out analysis and due diligence on the possible social and environmental change before investing. 
planning impact. This involves selecting the right metrics and datasets for the given investment scenario. Monitoring impact. Once the investment has been made and the program has been initiated, both the investors and the investees analyze the changes as and when they are generated. Incremental but continuous development is the key here. Evaluating impact. The final step involves taking all the data and observations and finalizing the impacts brought about by the investment. This is an assessment of the portfolio after the investment has been closed and helps the investor in taking further steps which can include reinvestment based on the final results. Surveys form the backbone of impact investment as they are the most reliable means of collecting data for understanding opportunities of social change. Added to this, a proper incentive structure needs to be created along with an investment plan for the program to succeed. What could project managers learn from traffic jams? Traffic is a real-time dynamic system that is constantly changing. Every tiny change in traffic has repercussions down the line. The field of RTM, or road traffic management, has come about to manage such systems and prevent traffic jams and random congestion. These systems use data analytics to predict and manage traffic. Managing traffic has many parallels with managing a project. There are drivers on the road constantly making decisions about how they drive and the way they follow traffic rules. The idea is to govern a naturally organic and dynamic system through surveillance, data collection, and ensure the right rules and protocols at the right junctures. For example, by ensuring proper speed limits at roads in vicinity to schools and hospitals, and by collecting live data from the location, traffic management teams can govern traffic speeds and density for far-off roads that lead to such locations. Project managers need to have similar visibility into the status of ongoing projects and be wary of upcoming jams in the project, and think of ways to prevent them. Insights taken from road traffic management. Small and incremental changes matter. Just like in traffic scenarios, small diversions and changes have rippling effects. In project management, small defects and faults in the early stages can have rippling consequences toward the later stages. For example, during the installation of a new equipment, if the factory floor size is not properly planned and dug, then after the installation, any kind of fouling with existing structures such as pillars or defects in the foundation can cause severe problems. Make decisions based on data. Modern traffic management systems utilize data patterns and analyze traffic routines in order to route traffic efficiently and predict jams and blockages. Project managers similarly should employ data analysis tools and take statistical methods into consideration in order to gain visibility into the status of a project. Have centralized systems and control. Most traffic systems are controlled in a centralized fashion with effective single points of contact or SPOC for any kind of event. For example, highways, urban traffic streets, and freeways have different kinds of toll booths and specific speed regulating solutions, all of which monitor traffic and send information to control centers. Project managers similarly should have a layered approach with clear SPOCs assigned to team leaders. There should be a core committee of central planners who monitor the project and assess its progress. Incorporate latest technologies. Traffic management has moved from being governed by traffic police to automated systems. Project managers should also actively make such transitions. By migrating most of the routine and repetitive tasks to automated software platforms, projects can be executed at lower costs and with higher efficiency. Added to this, the number of errors is significantly decreased as humans are replaced by machines. 
Traffic in road systems is almost like a breathing entity that changes with time and has routine patterns. Project managers must develop the habit of identifying such patterns through experience and analysis and develop better strategies. Please visit us at thinkingportfolio.com. Professional community as a part of a good project culture. Every project manager worth their salt knows that the success of a project depends on the people working at it. So it shouldn't come as a surprise when we say that there needs to be a sense of community surrounding any project. After all, the project's success is dependent on cooperation and team spirit. As humans, we yearn to be respected, valued, and treated as though we're capable of contributing to something. These needs can only be met when we're part of something bigger than us. In other words, we need to be part of a community. Whether it's our neighbors or our colleagues, a strong sense of community can provide purpose and motivate us toward the final goal. But how does one build a community around a project? Well, let's find out. Create trust. Trust is the basic element needed to build any collaborative unit. Needless to say, it plays a very important role in creating a professional community. Each member working on the project must be encouraged to share their thoughts and ideas. At the same time, they must be provided with timely constructive feedback. The goal is to share ideas, not to compete over them. Of course, it can be hard to overcome inherent issues such as institutional prejudices, especially when teams have to compete with one another. In fact, it's almost impossible to change things that haven't changed for ages. However, what you can do is use a single project as your example and highlight the benefits of a collaborative approach. You can start by talking to your team about how the project can be approached and even get them to set goals or identify opportunities. Top-down leadership isn't going to be effective here because of multiple perspectives. So work on building a culture of collaboration. Support from the top. The success of a project is also reflective of the philosophy that guides top management. It is known that teams deliver the best projects when executives put in the effort to interact with the employees, guide them, support social interactions, and most importantly, demonstrate the value of collaboration in their own areas of work. According to a study done by Harvard Business Review, the most successful projects came from collaborative organizations that followed signature practices that were unique to their operations. For example, Fred Goodwin, CEO of Royal Bank of Scotland, invested around £350 million in 2005 to set up a headquarters office in Edinburgh. The goal was to promote collaboration, and the structure, composed of an indoor atrium, allowed this by making it possible for 3,000 employees to interact with each other daily. Needless to say, this has had a tremendous effect on the project turnaround times. Some of the most efficient teams now work for RBS. The right tools. A sense of community within an organization is also shaped by leveraging the right technological tools. For instance, communication is key to building a strong community. To make this possible, there are tools that you can employ, such as chat applications that aid real-time communication. Similarly, there is a range of other collaborative tools that can also be leveraged for this purpose. So keep an eye out and stay updated. How social data and crowdfunding support innovation management. In an age where creativity and innovation form the core of every business, Social data and crowdfunding are two aspects of utmost importance. But what is social data? What is crowdfunding? 
Simply put, social data is all the data that comes from social media. The data collected in this manner includes information that is voluntarily given away by the users themselves, and it includes details such as name, age, gender, location, preferences, dislikes, and so on. Crowdfunding is a technique in which the capital for a small business or startup venture is gathered by raising small funds from a large number of people. Generally, crowdfunding is done through the internet. Crowdfunding is an important step for aspiring entrepreneurs to fund their projects. Usually, an entrepreneur who wishes to start a business tries to raise capital from angel investors or billionaire investors. But in most cases, venture capitalists refuse to fund a mere idea. There should be solid proof that the idea will work out and the investors will be gaining sizable returns on what they invested. This makes it difficult for small business and creative startups to find funding. Crowdfunding is a concept that became popular only quite recently, and ever since its introduction, the technique has helped several aspiring entrepreneurs to set up and execute their business ideas. The biggest achievement of concepts like social data and crowdfunding is the support given to what we call innovation management. Innovation management is simply the incorporation of innovative strategies into a project right from its initial phase to the very end of the project. Crowdfunding and social data have helped entrepreneurs launch new products. Social data helps businesses to connect with their target market. Information such as consumers' likes and dislikes, location, and demographics are important factors to consider when launching a new product. In addition, crowdfunding provides the entrepreneur the capital required to launch a new product line. Launching new products that cater to customer needs and marketing them through use of creative strategies is a form of innovation management. Crowdfunding and social data give power to creative minds. Businesses are not all about a planned and laid out business strategy. A business needs to grow and flourish, and the only way to achieve it is through creativity and innovation. Social data and crowdfunding are two resources that have helped creative minds to foster different ideas and implement them. A decade earlier, this would not have been possible. But today, creativity has evolved to be a crucial aspect to define business growth and innovative strategies. Crowdfunding and social data has made it possible for youngsters to achieve their dreams. In a society where the young generation tends to think different from the generations before them, a large number of student businesses and startups are springing up. Earlier, to think that students could own and run a business would have been impossible. But today, there are a number of successful student-managed startups that use innovative strategies to grow thanks to crowdfunding and social data availability. Thank you for listening to Portfolio Management Back to Basics podcast by Thinking Portfolio. Please visit us at thinkingportfolio.com.